0: Father in heaven, we pray now for a peace that transcends all understanding. We know that your son Jesus, the Prince of Peace, died on the cross that we might be saved and have the hope of eternal life in heaven. And we thank you that he's coming soon to take us to be with him. And we just pray for the Holy Spirit right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to 11th Hour Dispatch. Here we are on the air for another 30 minutes to detail what's happening in our world. News headlines, current events, in light of Bible prophecy and what the Bible tells us about truth, about values, about God's plan for us as individuals and where this world is headed. And we know that the signs of the times are emerging, and we track and trace those signs or indicators in Bible prophecy that point to the nearness of the soon coming of Jesus. Part of that includes what in the world is going on economically. Zero Hedge reports Deutsche Bank's chief economist, this is Germany, calls for a 150 billion euro bailout of European banks. This is starting to sound a bit like 2008 with bailouts of banks on the table, multi-billion dollar efforts to try and shore up these financial institutions that are becoming a little shaky, or maybe they already were, and as the economic slowdown becomes more apparent and the economic crisis becomes more of a real clear and present danger, they're moving forward with more drastic policy promotions like bailouts, not just zero interest rates, but negative interest rates in an effort to try and stimulate economic growth. But the biggest news over the weekend was not what's happening with the European banks. We've been covering Europe a lot on the broadcast with the European Union destined to fail from a biblical prophetic standpoint. When you study Daniel 2, Just go to BibleProphecyTruth.com. You can study all through that topic. But the big news, obviously, here in the States is the conflict that's been happening and the civil unrest and the protests and the shooting last week of the Dallas police officers, five of them killed, fatally shot by a guy who was just indiscriminately targeting police officers, particularly white police officers. And now add to that what happened over the weekend. USA Today reports gunfire hits San Antonio police headquarters. Incident comes after the shooting of 12 police officers in Dallas. So there indeed was 12 shot, uh, five fatally. But now San Antonio, just, just indiscriminate shooting of the building where police happen to be in their headquarters. So when the Bible talks about a sign of the end times being where Jesus says in Matthew 24, the love of most will grow cold, or, or that they would lose natural affections. You can read about this also in 2 Timothy 3. It talks about perilous times in the last days where people lose their sense of, of what are normal human impulses, even for a fallen person to just cringe at the thought of these things. Well, it's as if the Spirit of God is 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 so removed from their lives that they are losing a sense of conscience and now you've got mass protests and mass violent demonstrations in addition to these just strange psychotic shooting types of behaviors that we're seeing as race relations apparently continue to crumble here in America. ABC News Sunday reported hundreds arrested in protests over police shootings in St. Paul and Baton Rouge. So we now have literally, because of these protests, a number of foreign governments coming out and warning their citizens about American cities and, you know, issuing travel advisories and warnings about people coming to America. And you might say, well, that's a little extreme. That's a little over the top. But who knows where this is going next? It's already very serious in individual isolated locations like St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota, police injured after black lives matter attacks cops with rocks rebar bottles fireworks and molotov cocktails reported gateway pundit in the middle of the night sunday night so this was late saturday night when this began several police officers have been injured by black lives matter protesters who took over the i94 freeway in st paul minnesota they took over the freeway and and this was this was in response to the deadly police shootings shooting of Philando Castile, and so they attacked police officers who tried to clear the road of the demonstration that had taken over the highway, and they threw chunks of concrete, rebar, rocks, bottles, fireworks, and Molotov cocktails at the officers. Those attacks went on for a number of hours, and then there were 200 arrested. So um, not exactly a peaceful First Amendment speech demonstration of a, a, you know, peaceable lawful assembly, but uh, much more serious civil unrest than that starting to brew up in the cities. And of course, you know, the the antidote to this, you've got this this feeling that there's this conflict between people of different cultures, skin colors, etc. Jesus Christ is the solution to this. If we were to accept his gospel, his, the gospel message transcends culture, nation, race, ethnicity, tribal identities, us versus them mentalities, and, and this is how Jesus is the Prince of Peace. If we were to accept his gospel message and live in accordance to God's law, well then you would not have any of this. And this is why you read about the, the 144,000 in Revelation 7, and that's a, that's a, you know, 12 times 12,000, a symbolic number of the totality of God's people. All of God's people in heaven with palm branches in their hands, singing the song of the Lamb. These are the last day's people who have received the seal of God on their foreheads. In other words, they have accepted the truth of God, the truth of his law, the truth of the fourth commandment into their minds, into their hearts, and they live in accordance with the name of God, God's character. They live in peace. They live in love. They live according to the law of love, which is the law of God. And that's a beautiful thing that unites people. And what it says specifically about this group, it it doesn't say that they are, you know, from one nation. Symbolically, they are of the various tribes of Israel, many of those tribes not even being in existence anymore. But it says that they are of every nation, tribe, people, and language. They are from every background, every continent on the globe. And they've all united around the truth of Jesus Christ. And they loved not their own lives unto the death, it says in Revelation 12. So they are not a violent group. They don't, they don't demonstrate through these uh, you know, very worldly methods like we've been reading here. They've come out from Babylon, come apart from them and be separate, saith the Lord. So, if you're tempted to get you know swept into the 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 us versus them divide and conquer tribalistic mindset of our age, remember that we have one heavenly kingdom and heavenly country. The Bible says, and that is our tribe. That is our people. It is the people of God. Those who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. And He went unto death. He wasn't about to attack somebody else if they got in the way of of His agenda or his sense of of, of self defense and self preservation. No, he sacrificed of himself. And that doesn't. I'm not trying to weigh in on you know what, how much police you know use of force is appropriate and inappropriate. I mean, those there's a lot of important discussions to be had there, and there are indeed some unjust things that take place. I mean, we've got federal funding and UN and world world policy standards coming down from on high to the local departments, and there's a whole lot to be studied there in terms of the federalization and the militarization of the police and the training that takes place that does end up with some some. Unfortunate unfortunate situations and and tragic situations. And so, you know, that's an important thing to talk about as students of Bible prophecy when we know that there will be a crackdown on civil liberties and religious liberties in the last days, a crackdown on economic liberty where you can't even buy or sell unless you receive the mark of the beast. So we don't want to be taking sides one versus the other as Christians in these worldly disputes and debates. And at the same time, you know, it's important to acknowledge that sometimes there are grievances that are overblown, that when the media hypes things like, you know, there was a unjust shooting of a young man by a police officer, and then it's hyped as if it's a racial and in- motivated crime and that there's this vast, you know, white versus black police officer versus the inner city folks, you know, war that's been started by the police. And then, and then we've got to all attack back and fire into the indiscriminately into the buildings of San Antonio police departments, I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what's going on in our world. As the Bible says, it would happen. People would lose natural affections and the love of most would grow cold. Uh, but I looked at a statistic the other day because I wanted to see, you know, is there something to this? Is there a, a raft and a growing viral trend of, you know, just tribalistically minded white police officers and, you know, becoming uh, ag- extra aggressive and overly Violent against blacks and, and the, the statistics show that actually black and Hispanic officers are several times more likely to discharge a firearm in in the context of a standoff or a or a, a, a chasing of a, a suspect. So the white fire officer, or the white officers are more inclined to hold back. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Depends on the situation. Those are Romans 13 situations where you've got the state and they bear the sword and they keep order in society. And that's a tough job. And I appreciate that folks are willing to protect and serve and put their lives on the line in that manner. But just for the record, don't get all up into the you know racial conflict mindset because indeed, the white police officers are discharging firearms less so than than minority police officers and that's not an effort to say minority police officers are are bad maybe they're doing it justly and they're actually doing a better job bottom line folks the 1960s are long gone i mean we had a tough period in american history the the the, the slavery era the decades and decades where there were, there were there were poll taxes and literacy tests and a whole lot of institutional racism that prevented blacks from voting segregated into you know restrooms and drinking fountains and the Jim Crow laws of the south and it was it was terrible. I mean, that's not biblical. The Bible says that there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for all are one in Christ Jesus if we accept the gospel. So every person is a child of God, irregardless of culture and skin color, etc. And and praise the Lord. There there were people back before I was born in the 1960s who were moving forward and saying, let's reconcile. Let's have Unity. Let's not judge somebody by this, the, this, the color of their skin, but by the content of their character, to quote Martin Luther King Jr. And coming together, no longer getting into this, I'm supporting this group, I'm backing these guys. Let's all fix our eyes upon Jesus and call people with the three angels' messages to return to worshiping him, To acknowledging the supremacy of his law To coming out of the systems of Babylon And their political and religious and, 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 And agendas of distortion and deception And calling people to a higher, holier cause And that is the great gospel message No political crusade could ever measure up To that great, epic time in history in which we stand today You're listening to 11th Hour Dispatch with author, teacher, and speaker Scott Ritzmer. For more programs and information, visit 11thHourDispatch.com. What does it take to raise spiritually strong young people in our homes? Well, the George Barner research results are in. Parents who have had actual measurable success, who have raised their children to become solid Christian young adults... These parents took the lead. They took responsibility to disciple their children. They didn't leave it to the Christian school teacher or the youth pastor or the church school class. No, they themselves led their children to the savior. Any parents with children in the home need to know this. Write down the DVD title and share it with them right away. It's called, How to Raise the Remnant. Now more than ever, Parents are in desperate need of solid biblical counsel to guide us back to God's plan for raising godly children in these last days. Visit 11thHourDispatch.com and use promo code RADIO for a reduced suggested donation rate. Wonderful, merciful Savior Precious Redeemer and Friend who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of men? Oh, you rescue the souls of men. And we're back. This is 11th Hour Dispatch. This is Scott Ritzema, your host, and we've got another segment of news Covering the big story of the weekend, and that is the rise in civil unrest, the rise in Black Lives Matter demonstrations taking over highways, things getting violent, and of course the backstory also, the, the shootings, the unjust shootings at times of suspects in the cities, and many times the victims being African American leads to, you know, this collective, uh, feeling of frustration in the black community. And I wanted to confirm during the break, I looked at the statistics just to just to make sure that we can all take a collective sigh and deep breath and not get into this this tribalistic groupthink. Indeed, according to a study that was done in New York City, uh, minority police officers are are 3.3 times more likely to discharge a firearm in a uh, criminal setting where there's a suspect and, and a dangerous um, apprehension of a suspect, and also in terms of the unjust firing upon a suspect, which which does happen. I mean, there are, there are police officers who, who who exercise poor judgment, or some of them maybe who shouldn't believe be police officers, or or, or sometimes they they legitimately think there is a, a danger and a threat they misjudge the, the 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 seriousness of the danger they think that the suspect is grabbing for a weapon or whatever and and they shoot and it turns out he wasn't and you know situations like that that are that are really really unfortunate and sad and tragic in this fallen world well just to diffuse the racial component over this so that we don't end up with just a race war in this country it is it is established from the data that minority police officers are more likely to engage in questionable and what they would call an unjust um, use of force, where they misjudge the situation, it wasn't they were, they weren't motivated to hurt the suspect and kill him, but the person they perceived as having a weapon, and they fired prematurely. That's more likely to be done by a minority police officer against a minority suspect, and you know the reason for that, you know I won't speculate on it, and perhaps actually it may be that since there's, you know, such a perception of racism in the society that somebody who's white is going to be extra cautious and, and with, and, 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 you know, not engage in use of force as much as a, um, as a minority police officer might. But either way, please, please, please let's all realize that when anybody dies, it's a tragedy. When somebody dies because of an unjust killing like happened to the police officers in Dallas or like happens in the cities sometimes to these, these young, young adult black men or whatever color or whatever gender or whatever age, that is a serious, serious tragedy with an unjust death on either side. I mean, let's all just be human, okay? Let's, let's not be in our groups. That's an important thing because the number of police officers shot and killed in the United States according to USA Today, is 44% higher than at this time last year, following the Dallas ambush Thursday night that left five officers dead, according to the data from the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. The death of four Dallas police officers and one Dallas transit officer from sniper fire during the protest in the city Thursday raised the national total of firearms deaths among police to 26. This compares with 18 at this point in 2015 said Nick Bruel, director of research for the fund in Washington, D.C. Bruel said it was also the latest of 11 ambushes of police officers so far this year across the country, already outpacing the eight ambushes of law enforcement that occurred last year. So, I mean, just just random ambushes of, of because they're wearing a uniform or because the color of their skin and you go after them, it's indiscriminate, it's senseless, it's devilish, it's a perfect fulfillment of Bible prophecy of the evils of our age. But let's shift gears into another topic because we've got a lot going on in our world. There was an occasion in England and I watched this video of a, and I don't spend, you know, hours and hours just watching YouTube clips and surfing the news. And, you know, we, we, the reason you do a news study as a christian and the reason we have a brief you know 30 minute overview broadcast of what's going on in our world is to gain some biblical perspective on the 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 big events of our time that everybody's talking about and most importantly to see the march toward bible prophecy being fulfilled and then and all of a sudden the bible becomes more credible because everything you see prophesied is taking place and 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 also when when you raise the alarm about hey folks we're heading into the last days it's time to get ready it's time to get prepared and then we fall to our knees in prayer to Jesus. And that's the ultimate goal, to draw closer to Jesus. If, if we were to do anything in life that doesn't bring us closer to Jesus or bring others closer to Jesus, then that thing would be, would be useless and, and pointless and you would not want to waste your time on it. So hopefully when we look at the, the civil unrest happening, we relate that to the Bible, it reminds us we need more of the Prince of Peace in our hearts, in our lives as individuals and in society. And so there was a group in England... Uh, doing doing street preaching and preaching the gospel and they're they're witnessing they're trying to win souls for the kingdom and frankly some of the street preachers out there I think they get a little aggressive and get a little obnoxious and use tactics and strategies to to, to try to intentionally rile people up so that you can actually uh, get them to listen and that's probably not the best method to share the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ but you have to affirm even people you disagree with, that you have a right to freedom of speech and religion. And that's an important religious liberties concept that we ought to be about as Christians. We ought to be about affirming it and saying, we've got to defend that and promote that because when religious liberty gets, you know, rolled back and, and freedoms become curtailed, then all of a sudden the the ability for us to preach the gospel all of a sudden has some limitations and some bounds to it, and we don't want that. We we rejoice and celebrate the freedom we have now. Let's take advantage of it. You know, let's let's be a little bit more like the street preacher in the fact that at least they're out there trying to do something. But they had gotten a little obnoxious, and ChristianNews.net reports, and basically what they had done to, um, you know, rile people up and get the police involved to strip them of their freedom. That's where this is going. They, they ended up getting arrested. And um, they had said... That homosexuality is not pleasing to God, and they have said they said that um, the Islamic faith is not true. And the Bible is true, and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And, well, that's not politically correct to say, and so that got a lot of people upset. So ChristianNews.net reports that among cheering crowds, four street preachers were arrested in the UK on Wednesday for causing, this was last week, for causing a disturbance while exhorting men to obey God and keep his commands. Isn't that a good message? We've got to hear that ourselves. Are you living a life of obedience to God today? We can't just presume upon his kindness and say, oh, he'll just forgive me. I can just go on sinning as I please and still be acceptable in his sight. No, that's a life of rebellion. And so these preachers were saying, you got to obey God and keep his commandments. Well, the incident occurred as local resident Mike Overd was open-air preaching outside of the Bristol Shopping Center while others engaged passers-by in conversation and or held gospel signs, held up placards. Some of those joining Overd in the evangelism effort included American citizens visiting the country to share the gospel. The purpose of mankind, he said, is to worship God and to enjoy him. Overd preached, according to the recorded footage of their arrest. You can, you, you need to obey God and obey his commandments. I hated his commandments once, and I remembered what a frame of mind it was. It is like banging your head against a brick wall. Seconds later, Overd is approached by a police officer who orders him to leave the area. "'Look, you are causing a disturbance now,' the officer stated. "'You are not welcome.' And then, go home, go home, a few men nearby chanted. The officer warned that if Overt did not stop preaching, he would be arrested. So, Overt proceeds and says, For God so loved the world, guys, that he gave his only begotten. All of a sudden, the officer consequently immediately grabbed Overd by the arm while he was speaking and pulled him away. The crowd clapped and cheered enthusiastically. Perhaps that was the most depressing part of it all, discouraging part to see not, not only to see religious liberty relinquished, but to see the gospel rejected, to see people cheering the suppression of freedom of religion and scoffing at somebody who's carrying the everlasting gospel. And yes, you could criticize the messenger, but you know that that message is true and pure and strikes you to the heart. And that's why many people get upset when they hear the law preached and they hear about their own sin. Well, who are you to say you can't judge and you fight back and you kick against the goads as the Apostle Paul said. He also said it is not good to kick against the goads. It is not good to resist the conviction of the Spirit of God in your heart. And people were cheering as this man was being taken off. The, the officer consequently immediately ordered, uh, cited him for violating Section 5 of the Public Order Act. Now, when you read section five of the Public Order Act, you might realize that in America with the First Amendment, we are especially blessed with statutory and constitutional protections for freedom of religion. Because listen to the statement from the Public Order Act in England, section five. A person is guilty of an offense if he uses threatening, abusive or insulting words or behavior or disorderly behavior or displays any writing, sign, or other visible representation which is threatening, abusive, or insulting within the hearing or sight of a person likely to be caused harassment, alarm, or distress thereby. So in other words, if you say something that might insult somebody and they can say, well, that harassed me, then all of a sudden, and this is not like sexual harassment, that's a different thing, it it bothered me, if you say something that might insult or offend somebody, and it bothers them, this is a violation of the Public Order Act, Section 5 in England. And I'm looking at that. Well, they did arrest him according to the law of the land. Oh, boy. I don't know how much more longer we have with the freedoms we have in, in our country. It's being curtailed day by day. Shifting gears into the wars and rumors of wars category. This is one of the Bible prophecy signs of the times in Matthew 24. AFP reports Beijing, China, has begun military drills in the South China Sea, state media reported Saturday ahead of a ruling by an international arbitration court on a dispute with the Philippines over the strategic waters. The Navy Friday carried out combat exercises with live missiles between the Pericles and the southern Chinese island of Hainan, the PLA Daily said on its website. PLA, People's Liberation Army. State... Television, CCTV broadcast images of fighter aircraft and ships, firing missiles, helicopters taking off, and submarines surfacing. The drill focused on air control operations, sea battles, and anti-submarine warfare, warfare, said the PLA Daily, whose article was reposted on the Defense Ministry website. The The military maneuvers come as... The Permanent Court of Arbitration in The Hague is set to make its final decision on Tuesday in the territorial disputes between the Philippines and China. The PLA Daily, however, insisted that these were routine exercises and unrelated to the court's ruling. So, well, who knows if that's the case or not. The Bible says put not your trust in princes, so hopefully you don't put implicit trust in the declarations of government officials, particularly from communist countries, but... Military drills happening in the South China Sea where there are disputed waters. This could be the location of a spark that could set off a major global war. We'll keep our eyes on that, and we'll most importantly keep our eyes on Jesus. To financially support this broadcast, visit 11thHourDispatch.com. Here's Scott Ritzema with another final minute message. When we think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I wonder if things would have been different for them if they would have fully immersed themselves in the Babylonian culture, eat what the Babylonians eat, drink what they drink, listen to what they listen to, do what they do, would they have stood in the day of trial? I'm convinced that many people in the church today, we don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. We want to we fit in. We want to be not too different, right? I'm not going to be able to have an influence on people if I'm so weird and different. Quite the opposite. People respect you when you take a strong stand and you don't do it in a judgmental or arrogant way. These men were faithful to the Lord. And so when the day of trials came, they stood strong. The call to God's people in the last days is, Fallen is Babylon. Come out of her, my people. Brought to you by Belt of Truth